Hey, family, this is Free Man. Glad you came to join me today on From Hood to Good Thinking. The topic for today is hood lines. I know some of you thinking to yourself, what is a hood line? Well, back in the days when I was a gangbanger, we had neighborhood lines. And what it meant was anybody from a different neighborhood that was a gangbanger of a different set, if they came to our neighborhood, we'd let off on them. That just basically means we would shoot our guns at their car, try to Swiss cheese their car up, or do our best to stop them from ever coming back through our neighborhood again. So hood lines meant basically Basically, that we protected our own individual territories. As a matter of fact, if you came near our territory and somebody saw you coming in our territory, we'd be prepared for you so that when you got there, it'd be a reason for you to never come back there. I was reading recently a scripture in the Bible and the word of God said something to me that reminded me of hood lines. And it was basically the scripture was Proverbs chapter four, verse 23, and it tells us to guard our heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. Now, when I was looking at that scripture, I decided I'm going to look it up, you know, find out what the word keep, because actually the word guard there is written as keep in the old King James. So I looked it up and it means to guard as a, with as an armed man. That means to take up arms and to protect your heart. It actually, it actually even denotes to create a prison or barriers and boundaries around the thing that you're guarding, and then you guard it with weapons. So that's a big deal because it tells us to guard our heart like that with all diligence, all diligence. That means don't do it halfway. Don't do it, you know, uh, in an average uh, uh, response to that instruction, but be diligent, be genuine, be serious, go hard and make sure that you're protecting your heart because out of the heart flow the issues of life. Well, as I sat there and meditated on it, not only did I think about hood lines, but I thought about boundaries. And what a lot of people don't know is that boundaries are very necessary. In fact, boundaries are so necessary that without them, there is no security. I was listening to a story, a guy um, that I ministered to some time ago came to me and he was really upset because uh, there was a woman that he had been dating who had gotten pregnant and she was pregnant with twins of his and the twins were actually both girls and so he's talking to me about it and he's telling me how upset he is because he said that the woman's 12 year old daughter she already had a 12 year old daughter that wasn't by him when he met her he said that she let her her boyfriend spend the night when she was 12 years old and as a result at 13 she was pregnant and now that lady's got chaos in her house because she's got a pregnant or, or I think she has a baby, a 13-year-old with a baby. And so she's dealing with the 13-year-old with a baby and then she's pregnant with twins and there's two more girls in her stomach. And so he was upset because he was in fear that the that the two daughters that he was going to be raising with that woman were going to both be like the other little girl. And what he was in fear of was there not being any boundaries. You see, what boundaries do is boundaries secure content. Not only do boundaries secure content, they also establish value. And so when she didn't establish any boundaries for the 12-year-old, it also removed the value that the 12-year-old had from the guy who's like, okay, well, I can just do whatever I want with her. And as a result, there was problems that came because the content had not been secured. You see, boundaries are important, not only to secure content and to establish value, but because there's things in the world that you want to 
to keep out and there's things that you consider valuable that you want to keep in. In fact, anytime you think about something that's extremely valuable, you think about it being locked up somewhere. You think about it being locked up in a bank, locked up in a... um. Uh, some kind of secure place in a house. Anything that is of value will always be secured within boundaries. Anything that has no value won't, I mean, it, it, who cares? So they don't put a lock on it. You know, like that garbage can you have out in front of your house where there's no lock on it and anybody can just go in there, it's because it's garbage. But the reason there's a lock on your door is because there's valuable things on the inside of that door. So the valuables are always gonna be on the inside of boundaries but there's gotta be established boundaries to secure content and establish value. So let me show you something. As I was meditating on this scripture, not only did I completely come to the conclusion that I need to guard my heart because the stuff that goes into my heart will become my life's treasures and then it'll eventually come out of my life. So because I take it in the place that's supposed to be secure, it's got to be something that I consider valuable. So I need to guard the stuff that's not valuable or that'll cause wrong issues to come out of my life. This is what I was thinking about when I sat and meditated on that scripture. You know, I, I often talk to God in my spirit and ask questions. And as he began to reveal stuff to me, he showed me that there are both visible as well as invisible boundaries. And he was showing me that visible and invisible boundaries do both the same thing. They secure content and they establish value. But he was telling me that the invisible boundaries are going to always be more powerful and more, um, what's the word, uh, uh, more important than the visible boundaries. Let me show you, like, let me give you an example. If you go to a house and they've got a fence, the fence is a visible boundary. You can see the fence. You can see that the fence is out in front of the house, so it's probably along the line of the, of the land. But the fence acts as a small boundary. There's a bigger boundary that is invisible, and that boundary is called a law. And that law says you're not permitted to go onto somebody else's land and touch any of their stuff, or the police will come after you, you can go to jail, who knows the scenario. But basically, there is a visible boundary of a fence, and there's an invisible boundary of a law. And the invisible boundary causes more pain when it's broken than it does if you break the visible boundary. If you just jump the fence, you know, you might hurt yourself or the owner might come out with a gun or a broom or something, who knows. But the breakdown is it's going to be less painful than if the invisible law established the boundaries that you broke. So the way you, another example is like with a female, for instance, the little girl that he was speaking about. Of course, I encouraged him to love his children and to believe God, speak faith. And so let's not uh, harbor on that mistake uh, uh, that he dealt with because basically they were both dealing with boundaries being lifted. She was lifting the boundaries on her daughter and he was lifting the boundaries on his seed. So that's why the scenario was what it was. But look at this. Let's say the boundaries of a, a woman wearing clothing. Clothing is actually a boundary. So a woman with clothing has a visible boundary, but a woman with standards has an invisible boundary. And the standards boundary is much more powerful, much more important than the visible boundaries. So this is why we have to understand that we need not only to guard our hearts with invisible boundaries, 
But we also need to guard our hearts with visible boundaries. We need to say, okay, look, I'm not going to go places that I'm going to have to hear stuff that I don't need to hear. And I'm not going to allow thoughts in the invisible realm to come into my heart or to, to, to try to take territory in my heart either. Because I know both the visible and the invisible are trying to take territory in my heart. And the most important portion is the invisible areas. So I basically kind of wanted to touch on that. I hope it wasn't too deep or whatever for you to see, but I want you to know that your heart and the words that you hear and the things that you see uh, and the things that you say, those are the things that go into your heart. And those things are extremely important in your life. Because if you're somebody who grew up kind of like how I did and all I heard was was family members saying, you're going to end up dead in jail. You're going to end up dead in jail. You're just going to end up dead in jail. After I heard that enough times, it got into my heart. And subconsciously, I started to make decisions that were self-sabotaging because out of my heart came the issues of life. So out of my heart came this violent gangster dude who was homeless and became a drug dealer and became a gangbanger and all that stuff because he was always told he was going to end up dead or in jail anyways. So he might as well fulfill the prophecy that had been spoken over him that he had given territory in his heart. So, of course, the grace of God came and later on in life after I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and I learned this scripture here in Proverbs chapter four, verse 23 about guarding my heart, I began to guard my heart on purpose. And not only did I set up boundaries to establish what could not come in, but I established boundaries to secure what I intentionally put in. And I intentionally put in the word of God and I intentionally put in the standards that would solidify that I walked out God's word in my life. And I intentionally put in the things that I wanted not only to secure in my heart, but to come out in my life as produce, as I flourished as a result of God's word. So I encourage you today to pay attention to what you're giving attention to, because even attention itself is an entrance to your heart. Sometimes people say, hey, oh, oh, hey, 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 you come over here. Hey, you. If you do go over there and you give them attention, you open the door for whatever they want to deposit from them into you. So you want to make decisions that are wise and you want to intentionally guard your heart as well as your children's hearts. You want to guard the hearts of those people that you're in authority over. It's important to know that the issues in my life did not come from my environment. The issues from my life did not come from nothing in the world around me. The issues from my life came from what I allowed into my heart because out of the heart come the issues of life. Not out of what somebody else did, not out of what I saw on TV, but what I decided to put in me. And it could actually be what you saw on TV if you put enough of it in you and don't set up a boundary to stop that stuff from getting in and stealing from your future. Okay, family, I just wanted to encourage you today to guard your heart and know that God has great things that he wants to produce out of you. And it's important that you establish a boundary and that you create both visible boundaries as well as invisible boundaries. One of the best ways to do the visible ones is to listen to the spirit of God speak and tell you what places are acceptable, what places aren't, what television shows, videos, movies are acceptable, which ones aren't, as well as what conversations are acceptable and which ones aren't. And then to also pay attention to the invisible and listen to the spirit of God when he says that is not acceptable for you to sit up here and worry for 30 minutes about bills or to worry about what possibly could happen because that invisible boundary is still giving room for that thing to take up territory in your heart. 
So you've got to make the decision to say, I'm going to guard this boundary. I'm not going to let nothing in. So let's refuse to worry and let's choose to rejoice instead. Amen. So guard your heart this week, guard your heart today, and let's trust God to see to it that the issues that come from your life bring him glory from your story. Let me pray for you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brother and my sister. Father, I pray that you remind them today not only to guard their heart, but to guard the visible as well as the invisible realm, to create boundaries in the visible as well as in the invisible realm, Father, that solidify that your plan for their life, your purpose for their life is secure, sealed, guarded, and growing on the insides of them, Father. And anything that pertains to the curse, that it be canceled, severed, and disconnected from access to their heart, Father. I pray for them to have a glory glorious day today. In Jesus' name, I decree it, so be it. It is done.